Hi friends, this is Teresa and Tristan, and we are the mother-daughter host of O Podcast, as we get to talk about things that will make you say, oh, oh. as we love to shift perspective with having life-giving conversations as a mother-daughter duo. So keep driving, have a seat, or even do your everyday routines while you listen, and let's talk. We are so grateful you're here. <laughs> Is that it? Did you just have to move oh it? Oh my gosh. Anyways, hello everybody and welcome back to our podcast. Today it is episode 46. 46. We're so excited that y'all are joining us today. <laughs> yes. I Let's just go straight into this episode. This stirred a lot of our conversation today mm-hmm. was someone had reached out to you yeah. and had asked about spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that look like to you? And they were asking you that question. Yeah. And can you elaborate on what what you answered in that? Because I think it was so powerful mm-hmm. and it was a reminder yet again of spiritual discipline. If you look at it that way. It becomes a transactional thing versus a religion. It becomes religion is really what it is. And what is is it that A.W. Tozer said about... So he said, you know, when the fall happened um, and Adam and Eve, they became aware of their nakedness. Mm -hmm. They covered themselves with fig leaves. And he says, thus, we call it fig leaf religion. He Mm -hmm. said, that's when religion was born. Um, He said, because they covered the externals but never the heart Mm. so it was you know religion it's always about the show it's always about what it looks like but in the inside it's not changed it's not pretty you know it's Mm. it's not renewed by christ so good something that i find interesting you know i don't get many questions about spiritual like things yeah i really don't get many questions on that um and so when I do, it really does make me ask myself, you know, what do you believe in? Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, who, who is God to you? You know, it, right. it kind of sparks that question that you never ask yourself because you're not asked it until it happens. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I was asked about spiritual discipline, I asked them to elaborate a little bit more as to what they were wanting from me in that yeah. regard. And they had just said that, they know that some people, you know, use certain uh, tactics. Or techniques. Techniques, yeah. Um, for their spiritual discipline. And sh- they had mentioned yoga. Right. And they had mentioned different things that bring them to a place of... Spiritual discipline. Quote, quote unquote. unquote. And um, I instantly just was like, I don't have a practice. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a... Like, that's not who I... That's not who God is to me. Like, yeah. I don't... Again, like you said, transactional. And that beca- to me, it becomes religion because it's works. It's right. striving for something. And you'll never get anywhere when you do it that way. Yeah. And I just told them, I said, honestly, it's just having constant dialogue with the Father God mm. um, in every situation, good, bad, or indifferent. And it says in um, 2 Corinthians, no, 1 Corinthians 10.5 in the ending, um, it says... Uh, take every thought captive and bring it under the obedience of Christ. Mm. And so, again, it's telling you to talk to him, to speak to him. And so I just basically said, that's what I do. And, yeah, do I, am I perfect? Absolutely not. I fall short 
all the time, but his grace is so sufficient for us. And, and we're able to just go to him. And again, fixing our eyes, his presence is always there. It's us just being aware of his presence. Right. Um, and I told him, I don't know if this is the answer that you're wanting from me, but that's, I just want to get to the basics of that, of what this relationship with God was intended for. Right. You know, because again, if we go back to the very beginning, I mean, mm. Adam and Eve walked with God. Yes. They were with him. Oh, you know I can't what I'm even saying? imagine. So it's like, when you think that, like, that's what our relationship was supposed to, intended for, to walk with him, to be with him, you know, to worship him. Like, that's what we're called to do as humans. Like, and I think I always go back to also that, you know, people who strive and wonder, you know, I know there's more to this life. I just don't know where it's at. Right. And it's like, no, like, yeah, there is more to this life. It's Jesus. And that's, we were created to worship him. You know, we were created to to be in fellowship with him. First Timothy 4, 8. He's talking about how the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last time, some will turn away from the true faith. These people are hypocrites and liars and their consciences are dead. So um, they will say it is wrong to be married and wrong to eat certain foods. But God created those foods to be eaten with thanks by faithful people who know the truth. Since everything God created is good, we should not reject any of it, but receive it with thanks. For we know it is made acceptable by the word of God and prayer. If you explain these things to the brothers and sisters, Timothy, you will be a worthy servant of Christ, one who is nourished by the message of faith and the good teaching you have followed. Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. So it's this is the spiritual discipline is not to waste time mm-hmm. in arguing over godless ideas. Mm-hmm. And old wives tells, but instead train yourself to be godly. So physical training is good, mm-hmm. right? But training for godliness mm-hmm. is much better, promising benefits in this life and the life to come. This is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it. This is why we work hard and continue to struggle for our hope is in the living God who is the savior of all people and particularly of all believers. I love this part. Teach these things and insist that everyone learn them. Don't let anyone think less of you Mm -hmm. because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say. And this is how. In the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. This is part of the self-discipline. And how do you do that? You do not neglect the spiritual gift you received. And the greatest spiritual gift is getting to pray to God mm-hmm. and to have a dialogue with him, mm-hmm. like you said, to pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that today because I think that that is just so powerful because I think what happens is we wanted we we feel like if we do it the hard way that we're, we're doing it well, right. Well, that's how we are in he- as humans. Mm-hmm. We feel like we have to break a sweat in order to succeed right and it's like this is too easy this is it can't be that easy what's the catch (laughs) right because that's what we believe yeah you know and it's like there's no catch it's just that easy because that's what it was intended for his grace 
is so complex, but yet so profoundly simple. Mm -hmm. Like how? It's simple to like the sickest degree. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's nasty how simple it is. (laughs) Tristan. No, it's like ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, the people, including myself, I, I feel like if it's not hard, then it's not worth it. Yeah, because again, people want to break a sweat. Yes. They want to feel like they earned it. Yes. And then that and then that causes us to boast in self and how hard we worked and but how also, hard we grinded. But on other people, on the other side of that, that's where shame comes in. Mm, you know? So good. Because they're like, I, I didn't, you know. Yeah. Like, what's wrong? Like, you know, that, that shame, that guilt. Yes. And then they run further from mm-hmm. God instead of letting that conviction be an invitation mm-hmm. to run to God. Um, oh, it's so good. Like, he's so faithful. And, I, you yes. know, this is going to be a short episode, but I feel, I really believe that Jesus emulated it the best. Oh, yeah. When he said, when he said, take up your cross and follow after me, mm-hmm. taking up our cross and following after Jesus is simply saying these words that he said and echoing him back. Father, forgive them mm. for they know not what they do. <laughs> because let me tell you, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need someone to pray that over me because there's going to be things that I've done that I don't even realize I've done because mm-hmm. I'm totally unaware of it. And if we want that mercy that we cry out for, we've got to be willing to give it to others. So, I don't know. Do you have anything to add to that before we end this episode today? Again, I think my whole like life motto is getting back to the basics. Mm-hmm. And understanding this, that you're worth it. You know, like you are worth it. Um, If there's any doubt in your mind that I can't go to him because I've done X, Y, and Z Mm. or the feeling of, well, I haven't done this many works, like he's not going to receive or accept me. Um, That's a lie from the pit of hell. And Jesus died on the cross for all of us out of love for his father. Mm. Like that's where it all stemmed from. Yes. And if you really, really sink and think about that, dying for the whole world out of love for his father alone, mm. I think that shows us how much we have to be so dedicated to our father, our father. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think it, you know, the Passion of the Christ is an Which amazing is a movie. Right. It's a movie. It shows the life of Jesus and his crucifixion. And they really do. You, It's hard to watch. Um, but that's not even the extent of what mm, it was in real life. I can't even imagine. You know imagine. what I mean? So if we really start thinking about it nitty gritty, raw and real. Yeah. Um, I think we would be forever changed. I think we wouldn't want to be the same. No. You know, um... <laughs> just we wouldn't it really it takes the gospel of john who says when jesus said i only do as my father mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. like jesus didn't do anything outside of his father right. and he's showing us don't do anything outside of my father 
you need to emulate me because I I was representing the Father's I love. Example. I was the example. So when I said love your enemies, it wasn't so that I could torture you with loving your enemies. No. It was to say, I love my Father so much more than hating my enemies that I've got to love them. Because my Father loves them. Yes. And again, it comes out of that place of overflow and not your own love. Yes. Because our love is faded and twisted and mm, messed up. And I jaded. Mean, this yes. world's love is so corrupt <sighs> in so many ways. It has so many conditions. Yes. But his love is so, so, so sweet mm. and pure and just... Oh, I love this. It says, love your enemies. This is Jesus. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting mm. to be repaid. Mm. Then your reward from heaven will be very great. And you will truly be acting as children of the most high. For he is kind to those who are unthankful and wicked. You must be compassionate just as your father mm. is compassionate. Mm-hmm. And that's from Luke 6 verse 35 through 36. And what I love about that is Jesus is saying within the within what he's saying is notice I'm only doing this because my father does mm-hmm. it. Because Jesus had a lot of rightfully so's of why he could have done a lot of things. Absolutely. But he kept his eyes on the father. Mm-hmm. We need to keep our eyes on the Father, whether it's with your husband, with your children, with your spouse, with your boss, with your co-worker, friend. with a friend, with uh, an enemy. How you treat your best friend is how God wants us to treat our greatest enemy. Unless you're mean to your best friend, then we don't want to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We don't want that. <laughs> And it shows that the love of God does not, what in 1 Corinthians 13, it really reveals who God is, not just what he does, but who he is. And it says love is, God is patient, Mm -hmm. God is kind. He does not keep record of Mm -hmm. wrongs, nor does he, and it doesn't say this, but if he doesn't keep record of wrongs, he surely doesn't keep record of what he's done right. Right. Because how often have we said, do you know what I've done for you? Mm. I've done this. I've done that. And you know what? I am done. Rightfully so. When we have that perspective at that moment is when we literally allow the enemy to say, ha, I got you. Mm -hmm. I just robbed you of every single good seed you sowed because now you see it as being taken advantage of. Mm. And when we sow a seed because we get to do it for the Father, we will never see it as being right. taken advantage right. of. Even if everybody else sees it as we took it, we were right. taken advantage of, right. we get to see it as, oh, no, honey, I didn't do it for them. Mm-hmm. I did it for my mm-hmm. Father. And when that happens, everything changes. Mm-hmm. It's like they said, don't work for man. You work for him. Yes. You know, like, that's what it is. Like, that's I'm not, right. Again, that's a, such a great response when somebody says, didn't you see they did that to you? They did this to you. And, you know, and I said, 
I'm not, I didn't do that for them. I did it for my Lord. And yeah, that's Jesus right. Christ. That's right. And I think that's such a witty, awesome, heavenly yes, answer. Like, yes. it's true. Because, again, even when it shares that reward that you receive from heaven when you do those things, mm-hmm. that's just a part of it. It wasn't the purpose as to why you did that. Right. Because when it's for the love of your father and you just have an overwhelming love because of your dialogue and your intimacy mm. with him. That just comes. Come on. You know what I mean? It's just like a benefit of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> the you know benefit I mean? of the relationship. That's just what it is. Yes. But it's not the source. That's not the reasoning Right. It. That's right. And I think a lot of times that's what happens with religion is because it's works. Yes. Okay, let me if just... If you do this, let me then just, you'll get this. Let me just give this person this, even though I really don't want you and I have an uncheerful heart and screw them, but I'm going to get blessed and right. I want people to see me that I gave this dollar again, bill to this person. That's right. And again, it becomes you know? transactional. And it's like, and that's, and again, that's when the Lord, you know, said, well, I did this in your name and I did this in your name. Mm. Depart from me. I never knew you. Ooh. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, oh, show. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't do it for him. No, it we was out of works. For, and we were doing it because it, it's okay. Because we wanted to get oh, the reward. Jesus. I have to give this example. Okay. And everyone's going to go, oh. <laughs> okay. Do I know about it? Just say yeah. it. Yeah. Go, go, go. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So I went to a local coffee shop oh, yesterday. Okay. And I got her coffees. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I forgot. I was so excited because they have this drink that I thought I was creating in my own head. <laughs> but they actually have it on their register. And it's, um, I can't remember what it's called. but Because I have it in my notes, okay. <laughs> but it's half milk, half coffee, mm-hmm. okay, with a little bit of sugar. So I do half coconut milk, half coffee with two stevias. Well, I forgot to add the stevias to my order. Mm-hmm. And I'm not thinking because I'm in the drive-thru. So I go up to the window and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I forgot to ask you to add two stevias. And mind you, they're busy, right? Yeah. yeah. And so the girl's like, no worries. So she turns around and she looks at one of the baristas and she was like, can you please add two stevias to this? And the girl doesn't know that I'm watching through the window. And she gives this exasperated look and then rolls her eyes and then sees me and then kind of like and i'm like oh really really Hmm." and i had a few choice words in my head okay i was being a little bee with an itch and uh the girl that's at the window notices that i notice yeah okay so i don't say anything but I totally forgot about Jesus. I forgot, I forgot about Jesus. I forgot, I forgot about God. All I knew was rolling of the eyes that had, I was fixed on that. Mm. And I'm like, hmm, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the cliche. I'm mm. going to kill her with kindness. Mm. Mm. Okay, let me tell you something. That's not what God ever intended was yeah. to kill someone with kindness yeah. because that's called doing it out of spite, yeah. doing it out of an ungrateful heart and doing it just because to slap someone across the face. Right. And that's not godly. It's not right? out of love. Yeah, so I love. did that. Mm-hmm. And I said, so she gives me my drink <laughs> and I'm, before I drive off, I said, oh, can you hand this to the girl that did, that put the two stevias? And I said it just like this. Can you? hand this to the girl it was a five dollar bill not a lot okay 
Um, and just tell her thank you so much for putting those stevias in my coffee as she rolled her eyes. <gasps> Wait, you said that? I said that. You said as she... Yes! Wait, I That's not- why I said please pray for her <laughs> that she didn't hear that part. Mom, I was such a bee with an what itch. What did the lady say? She didn't say anything because I drove off. <laughs> no, the girl that took the money. No, I don't know because i just kept driving oh yeah i just drove i just handed her the five at like a relay like a baton and i just kept going (laughs) and then after that i just my heart sank and i was like conviction yes i was like do you know how busy they were and i'm like "Ah, jesus i'm so sorry please god don't let her know i said that like just let the girl that took the five dollars not I've heard the last part of my sentence, but immediately he so reminded me of something that I had written in Heavenly Wit Mm -hmm. about doing good things out of spite. Mm. And it's not honoring God at all. Yeah. And so he has taken me back to that place even yesterday Mm -hmm. and saying, you did that, but you did it to get back at her. Mm. You didn't do it to bless me. Mm. And... Going back to what you said, mm-hmm. depart from me. I never, knew I never you. knew you. How many good things have we done in this life to spite someone yeah. else instead of doing it for the Father? And I'm going to end it at that. Yeah. So thank you all so much for joining us on oh, oh dot, 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 dot with Teresa and Tristan. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you all so much for joining us on our Mother Daughter Podcast. Remember, you can join us via iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, and your reviews are so appreciated. We would also love your feedback. What would you like us to talk about next time? Oh, oh, oh.